You're listening. No. You're listening to the Buns.com Podcast Network. (laughs) (laughs) Buns, buns, buns. Usually if I blow blow on the cat anywhere, he freaks out and just runs away. Okay. Hello, lovers. Oh, shit. You're <laughs> Welcome to You Gotta Love It, the show where you tell us and the rest of the world the things that you love that we might have missed, the show where you can come to discover the best things you never knew existed, the show where you can force us to sit through the worst entertainment you can find and say, well, you gotta love it. My name is Koji. I am... Oh, what am I this week? I am... Part-time, uh, I don't know. I don't know what I am. <laughs> Tired. Part-time exhausted. I just got a uh, an elliptical, and oh, I, I've fuck. been putting my time in. Yeah. And uh, it has tuckered me out. And I am also a full-time animal caretaker because Elise is uh, away for a week this week. Mm. In, um, where, where is she? Newfoundland. Wow. Yeah. Nice. And with me, as always, is my good friend and late for the Game of Thrones party, Andrew Patterson. Oh, Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. Game of Thrones. That first episode was pretty good. It was fucking great. They basically can do no wrong, really, yeah. at this point, as how it seems to be going. So uh, before we get into the movies, though, yeah. exciting news. Good friend of ours, friend of the show, previous guest, Ben Tillman. BT. Uh, it is revealed by him that he, and he's now allowed to talk about it because the trailer is out. He worked on, or is currently working on, I, but I assume it's probably finished already, Ready Player One. No, I'm sure it's not finished. They're probably finishing it up, even though the trailer's out. That's, maybe. Post, yeah. doing post and stuff. Ready Player One. Crazy. Pretty fucking crazy. Pretty cool. He's just working cool. on all these like ridiculous blockbusters. Living the dream. And Living it, the dream, Ben Tillman. Living it, the dream. It's interesting because when he was last on the show, he was like, yeah, I'm working on this thing I can't really tell you about, but I know you guys are going to like it. But it's an, it's an, it's a new IP. I was like, how do you know we're going to like it then? I don't know. <laughs> like, yeah. But he was right. He was right. And the trailer dropped and it. It's looking pretty good it looks pretty wicked if nothing else i feel like it's going to be just an absolute edge of your seat like beginning to end it's just going to be fucking bonkers so half of our friends will hate it then yeah it's really (laughs) what it comes down to uh Uh, cool yeah but so the hidden gem for this week is a movie called time crimes Mm. and the you gotta love it is a film by the name of virtuosity Let's just get into time crimes immediately. Okay. Hey, Koji. Yeah. How do you feel about time travel? Fucking love it. Love yeah. it. I love any <laughs> any movie that has time travel and paradoxes and like okay. weird like, you, you know, like one trip affecting another trip type deal. You know, yeah. if you know what I mean. Yeah. Like, you I'm know, like, oh, I'm in. If you Google this movie, one of the first things where it's like, you might also like is coherence. 
Yeah. Which makes perfect sense. Okay, I went into this movie knowing nothing about it. I didn't even know it was a foreign language film. Neither did I. I thought it was maybe like a, just an underground indie film. Did you watch it today, by the way? I watched it today. Because I had a hell of a time finding a proper version with proper subtitles. The first one I downloaded had no subtitles. The second one I got had subtitles that were not in time with what was happening. Oh. No, so, I watched it today. It was good. fine. Good, good. Uh, I love this movie. Mm-hmm. I did have an up and down with it. Which this is really funny because I'm going to completely, I, not completely contradict myself, but. So I also had an up and down. My up and down was that without, I mean, we always go into detail. We always spoil shit. That's just a given. I'm not going to do that right out of the gates, but I will say that about halfway through the movie, I was like, okay, why am I going to still watch this movie? Because I already know where it's going. You know, kind of like what we were talking about last week with a friend of ours. And I was like, what's the point? Yeah. But I stuck with it. And I was rewarded. I feel like I felt rewarded by the end of it because this movie does a really good job of you think that it's jumped the shark, but it's so early in the movie that you're like, no, that can't be. Why would they do that so early? Yeah. Yeah. So you keep watching and it just gets compounded so much that like you then start watching it to be like, oh, fuck, how much of this movie is part of this? So, you know what I mean? Like, right. And uh, and that's the rewarding part. Right. So really quickly. Also, I thought the ending was great. It's very creepy. We'll, we'll get into spoilers now for sure. Okay. You want to Let's run down the plot real quick. Yeah. So it's about a guy who uh, is at home, you know, shooting the shit on a weekend or whatever with his binoculars looking into the forest and sees a girl stripping in the forest and he's like what's going on there so he he he, like and then she disappears Mm. so he goes to investigate gets stabbed in the arm by a masked man yeah stumbles away looking for help finds this like weird compound yeah and through a series of events finds out that in this compound is a is a device that will bring him back what like two hours into the past or something like Mm -hmm. not a lot of time but before all of these events occurred. Mm-hmm. And I mean, that's essentially the, the movie. Yeah. Right. And that, then things happen that we'll, we'll get into right now. So just watch it. Yeah. Pause right now and watch it because before we it's even impossible get into to it, talk about it without ruining. Yeah. Things. Before we get into it, though, you, you recommend people watch this movie. A hundred percent. Yeah, me too. Also, did you hear that it's being remade, apparently? Possibly by... Uh, there have been a number of people attached to it, but the most, possibly the most recent was... Um, uh, not David Lynch. Fucking... Uh, it'll come back to me. Okay. It'll come back to me. Well, hopefully it's better than the American remake of Old Boy. Yeah. Because I did not like that. Did you see the original Old Boy? Of course, yeah. I own that whole trilogy, the Vengeance trilogy. Right. It's fucking amazing. But this like Spike Lee. Have old you seen boy, all three of them? Yeah. Oh. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I that, don't. I don't remember the other two though. To be honest, that with you. Lady Vengeance one, where the I, whole I was really high at the time. Lady Vengeance is such a messed up concept that I. It really was like fuck. Like it has an impact. You. Ba- it's kind of like you only need to see it once, where that woman gets framed for the murder of that child or whatever and she spends her entire time in prison figuring out 
how it happened and it turns out that this other teacher that was at the school who's played by the guy that is old boy yeah was like molesting and killing these kids and so she finds a way to get all of the parents together and to capture this guy and most of the movie is basically like it's almost like a chamber piece where it's just a warehouse Mm -hmm. and it's about she gives all of the parents an opportunity to basically have like 10 minutes alone with this guy and it's fucked up speaking of chamber pieces have you seen um no free fire yeah no okay. i still haven't seen it yet uh so back to time crimes uh yeah so you th- immediately when when watching a movie like this for example predestination mm-hmm. i kind of call you know going back to what we were saying before i called the ending of predestination mm-hmm. And well, not even just the ending, but the reveal that he is essentially all the characters. Mm-hmm. I was like, "Oh, okay, this is probably what's gonna what it's gonna be." But only because people kept telling me how fucked up it is. So I was like, "Oh, I see." Um, and so much like that, you know, you watch a couple of these movies and you expect them to be, uh, you expect them to be kind of mind bending and fucked up and you're like oh he's probably like it'd be weird but maybe he's the, the masked man trying to stop himself from getting into the time machine because you know he's made such a mess of his life that he's like fuck i have to stop him at all costs yeah that's not what happens i mean he is the masked man but he's not trying to stop him he's in fact trying to uh, recreate the events that occurred previously so that he will get into the machine mm-hmm. which i really liked yeah and then like and then it's revealed why. That, but that scene where he's uh, in the forest, yeah, like miming the binoculars, yeah. and he like fucks up a bunch. You're like, oh yeah, this is way more. Like this is what it would actually be like if you were trying to like recreate what you had experienced. And, and the whole film has a really weird tone. It's it's almost like a horror movie. Yeah, it's like a it. Well, it's a coherence. Coherence is a good. It's like a thriller. Yeah, that has almost slasher elements to it though, because a lot of it is a. <clears throat> a lot of it is either about being chased or chasing like there's a lot of the chase camera right. work and the way it's shot you kind of never you are you're always on edge and every, every time he goes into the machine it gets progressively darker yeah and and each character interaction you also are on edge because you're worried at any given time like it's a very tense movie mm-hmm. um he starts off such a nice guy too yeah which is a really interesting, and he's just a bit pervy, and that's what gets him into trouble. Right. You know? But uh, definitely worth watching all the way through to the end, because if you get like a third of the way through and you're like, oh, I don't want to watch it anymore because I, I already know why this is happening, you might not understand just how many things are actually happening. Right. And it's a great payoff. But he, I, yeah, the ending is fantastic. Yeah. I was like, oh, I see. Okay. Yeah. It's it's sick. So I don't even want to give away the ending. Yeah. That's I won't spoil that, but definitely worth checking out. I don't think it needs to be remade, but if it does get remade, be interesting to see how it turns out. Yeah. Uh I'm trying to think. Okay, yeah, yeah. I I was trying to remember exactly what happens in the end, like who who makes it out the other side and who doesn't. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. And but it, that that in itself is cool that i mean whatever yeah i don't we'll not, we won't talk about it that scene where he's in the truck and uh in the red truck yeah 
and he he like falls and runs into that girl and he has like the the walkie at that point i was like oh why is he even bothering radioing in because like yeah. he knows it's just setting him down like the same path that he was on fuck it's so crazy but like i like that it's a complete it's not like an infinite loop yeah right i know well it is but you we get to we you like move through it well, so, but it's not infinite though, right? Because it's Depends like that guy, on how... it's like that guy's drawing that's kind of like a, like a Z, right? right? So there's, yeah, yeah. there's a bunch of zigzags, so Fair like a enough. bunch of overlapping things. But in the end, like there's a single timeline that continues on. Right. And each, there's each not, one there, of each Hector experiences the whole the, thing. The whole thing. Right. right. And it's not like there's like in the end, there's, there's like a bunch of them running around. There's yeah. only one in the end so crazy yeah it's it's a real it's a real noodle twister yeah um but yeah i thought it was great there was one scene in particular that i was like probably the most tense about it was like the moment where i feel like usually with time travel stuff i can at least keep up you know like where i was like wait a minute i kind of lost track of what's happening Mm -hmm. because of the way they shot it which is when he it's nighttime and he's pretty beat up at this point and he tells the guy to put him in and then seconds after he will appear again yeah and he's hiding and they go outside and he has a conversation with the guy and the whole sequence is like that's the point where you can kind of tell he's like okay because he's like wait a minute you know the guy's like the the guy the time machine guy is telling him stuff and he's like wait somebody already came through the machine before me and he's like yeah like i wasn't supposed to you know that whole conversation i was like wait a minute there's like 30 minutes left in this movie what the fuck is happening right now like i i was so so invested when they're looking for the battery yeah Yeah. and he throws the walkie-talkie on the ground and then like sees it and it starts raining and i was just like wait a minute what is he gonna do what is happening yeah it was really good really enjoyed this movie um both of these movies were both the the gem and the you gotta love it uh, were recommended by local illustrator Jennifer Piles. Okay. Sorry, Jennifer, if I me- messed up your last name. We went to school together. I should know these things. Any case, we'll we'll yeah. we'll throw a link so you can go check out her work. We uh, I think it was at the Buns Flea. Yeah. I was like talking to her about it, and she's like just on the spot gave me like 10 recommendations right, and then right. afterwards followed up so props because she was into the idea she's like oh i got stinkers for you well we got to send her this episode then absolutely uh Virtu- i don't want to talk i don't want to ruin time crimes anymore let's switch to the yeah that you gotta love it virtuosity okay if we we still we keep saying we're gonna do this and we haven't if there's like an unlovable list mm-hmm. this would squeak into my top three really yeah that's shocking to me yeah that's shocking i how how russell crowe yeah but and like the first half of this movie it was just like no it's it's fine this movie is totally fine here's it right. change my mind let's yeah. talk about it here's the thing okay first of all the movie is about virtual reality it was filmed in like the 90s 1995 to be exact four yeah. years after terminator 2 sure Sure, but I, I mean, how many years after Jurassic Park did a bunch of movies come out and they look like shit? But so sure, but even conceptually, I was just like sci-fi. Like I feel like '95. So like, if you liked, um, 
I mean, I would compare this movie not in caliber, but like in in feeling to something like um, Hackers. No, Hackers is the best movie I've ever seen. Uh, oh, okay. To to uh, although, yeah, no, no. But feeling more like a, what's the one with Wesley Snipes and uh, Stallone, um, where he, he's frozen, he's unfrozen. Wesley Snipes is like a mass murderer, and Stallone was the only one who could capture him. I don't know. Oh, oh my God! I gotta look this up. But anyway, it, it, it's a '90s film about virtual reality before they had any sort of idea what the technology would be like, and, and like, it is hilarious. Um, their view of virtual reality, mm-hmm. right? And then like the nanotechnology and stuff. It's like, it's it's almost a joke. It is a that I know. That's why I didn't like it because it's almost a joke. Demolition I, Man is the movie. Oh I was yeah. Thinking of. I but I appreciate but, the era that it came out. But I'm, they tried though. So, did they? Yeah. Here's the thing. They, 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 Were you like me wondering the first like ten minutes of this movie, what the fuck was going on in those like blue leather where they're just running <laughs> and there's all those businessmen? Yeah. Like I knew that I didn't. I mean, I didn't know that that wasn't going to be the whole movie at this point. I was right. just like, "What? Yeah, is but this? No, that's fine though, because it's then, but reve- not in a cool way. But it's then revealed that they were in virtual reality. Yeah. Okay. Sure. You know, like think of the Matrix as an example, right? You don't know that he's in the Matrix in the beginning. Yeah, the Matrix is the Matrix is an example of doing this right. And when did the Matrix come out? I have no idea. When did it come out? I don't know. A couple years after this movie. Anyway, the the point ninety eight. The point is maybe. The point is okay that they're they're in in like I felt like the the people in this movie were invested in I don't know making it like okay we're gonna talk about the things we love yeah we'll come back to that first I want to give the synopsis of this movie yeah okay we should start with that starts with Denzel Denzel Washington a young Denzel with some guy are some sort of weird leather-clad cops running through this thing that is revealed to be virtual reality. Well, they look like futuristic, like cops from the future or something. Yeah, from like fucking, yeah, cops from the future, sure. Like a yeah. like a hilarious joke of a fan expo, cops from <laughs> no, the future. come on. It's crazy. Look, look, look up a picture of what they look like and their clicky boots and the squeaky, it was like ridiculous. Well, it kind of, like again, it kind of looked like Demolition Man. Ridiculous. Anyway. Anyway. You come to discover that they're in this virtuality training thing where they are, for some fucking reason that is still kind of unclear to me, they're using convicts yeah, uh, to test out this virtual reality program, training program, I yeah. guess, for police or something where the end goal is to find and apprehend uh, a program that has been is basically every serial killer and mass murderer in human history. But we don't know. We didn't know. We don't know that at the time. We it's don't just know. Like, you find that out almost immediately uh, after, though. He's a virtual criminal mastermind. Yeah. Compiled from all of these other criminals and serial killers. And right out of the gates, it turns out that the guy that created him, basically, is himself basically a serial killer. Like, he's a, he's a criminal. So that part I hated. And he... Like his motivation make no sense. That guy, he's just crazy, or you know, troubled. But don't you think it would have been better if Sid 
There's six, a lot of things I think would be better. Sid, like 6.5 or whatever it was, yeah. like had covertly taken over that girl's program, like the female program, and like went into her chip or whatever. Yeah, absolutely. And like that, the the human subservient guy but, was just not in the movie at all. But okay, for sure, for he, sure it would have been. That's a, just one example of something that would have... So, okay, wait, I'm not even done with the plot though. Okay. So this guy then takes this computer program and you know in very 90s fashion where like you said where they don't understand the technology doesn't exist yet so but it's like not far so far off that it's like total science fiction you know like star wars type shit right. it's like okay we're also working on this nano machine technology so we're going to put this chip in this liquid and it will then make whatever's on this chip a reality a reality and, it, and so they make this criminal mastermind composed of, from the minds of all these criminals, terrorists, and serial killers. But the guy who's doing it thinks he's, like, getting a hot chick. Yeah, which he's not. And then he dies very quickly. Yeah. Uh, and then the only person that can track down this program is the only guy that made it through the program, which is Denzel Washington, who also is an ex—or not an ex-con. He is a current con because he killed a terrorist— no, because so. Uh, oh, he killed the reporter after killing the terrorist. He just went on a rampage and killed a bunch of people. Right, and because the guy had killed his family. Right, but anyway, so that's the story. Are you if you're still with us? Yeah. So, I'll, I'll just say that it seems like they tried really hard to make it seem futuristic. Mm -hmm. Right, like having no knowledge of what it was actually the future was going to be. Mm -hmm. I felt like they, they, this movie like at least did a, an interesting attempt. Yeah. It at, felt like Mario brothers. Yeah. Kind of, but like their, their the idea movie Mario brothers, not the right. video game, but their idea of what like a near future technology was going to be. I thought like, oh, okay, you know, like, yeah, you tried. He you has a metal arm. You tried and like it, Will Smith. And it was funny. Like it's funny. Yeah, right. I don't think it's supposed no, to be funny. Well, no, though. it's not supposed to be funny. <laughs> but I liked it because I was like, okay, well, you know, A for effort or whatever. But okay. like, this is stupid as fuck. Sure. Yeah, it really was. Things that I did like, okay? Mm -hmm. Maybe because for the same reasons you just listed. Maybe because they felt like they were really making something incredible. Yeah. Denzel. Denzel gonna Denzel. He basically... His performance at moments, I was like, it feels like, I mean, he kind of does the same. I, I love Denzel Washington, but he kind of does the same thing, you know? He's in a lot of great stuff, but right. he's really good at being that really hard, but really like deep and thoughtful, you know, let's face it, black male character. And like the scenes where he's in prison and the scenes where he, you know, like the flashback sequences and like the scene where he's in the truck and the little girl who is fucking what's her name kate kate kaylee coco kuoko from oh, oh really yeah the little girl is uh what's her name from from big bang big bang theory i had no idea yeah um hilarious it is hilarious but there were scenes where it was like genuine i was like oh this could be comparable to like a training day you know just like character interactions and but i had to take them completely out of the movie to like even remotely have any sort of connection you know, like when he's in the truck and she comes up to the car and she's like, do you think that a first a first baseman has to throw with his left hand or whatever? Right. And then it just cuts and they're just having a conversation. And uh, 
there was like there was some genuine. I was like, oh, there's like some good performances in like tiny doses peppered throughout this movie where there was like a real gravity. So none of those had Russell Crowe because but, it was like wait, the wait, mask wait, wait. meets he, fucking. Here's like, the thing with Russell Crowe. I was like, why is he acting so ridiculous and over the top and whatever? Yeah. But I guess the idea is that he is a computer program. Oh, I get, I get who, it. Who like doesn't really understand reality. And then when you think about like if just mashing all the people that he's supposed to be into a person, mm-hmm. like that person is going to be. I don't think they'd be anything like that. I think it would be much more disturbing and terrifying in like a very subdued, conflicted way. Not like there are literal scenes where even though he's in reality and he's made of it's because he's made of nanomachines, I guess, Mm -hmm. where they have mask like facial animation where like his eyebrows go like way up and he's like, you know, and you're just like, what is happening? (laughs) I guess they really wanted to hit home that he's actually just a computer program. I did. You know, Okay. Speaking of things that we did like, though. Yeah, we got to get back to that because you keep sidetracking me with things that... I liked his, like, symphony of screams. That's what I was going to say. Because that... Okay, here's the thing. That scene in this movie, conceptually... Yeah. I don't even have a problem. Maybe it's just the time it came out. Maybe I just couldn't... I couldn't get in the mood. I couldn't get in the zone. Because right. conceptually, I actually was like, this is... Could be terrifying. And if they remade this movie... Right. And just just try to not even ground it you could make it way in the future but like there's some legitimately fucked up creepy concepts at work there like um and having a character that has no places no value on human life only to the extent that wants to get more exposure it's pretty sorry we forgot to mention that he gets he heals through glass yeah which i thought was hilarious but He he eats glass and it heals him um Oh, that snake was so fake too. Fuck. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, there's just some like I don't know. It is just weird. I think I think I find that the movies that I like the least, maybe. Yeah. With the it, exception of Paul Blart, it's because there's something there where I'm just like, "Fuck, you blew it." For me, like, like because. But so I think uh, this. It's like if you had watched Lawnmower Man or something. Mm-hmm. You'd probably feel the same way. This movie just took a shot at what they thought future technology was going to be. Mm-hmm. And, like, when I say future, they're talking about now. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, like, they took a shot at what they thought technology today was going to be like, mm-hmm. you know, from the 90s to, like, the, you know, 2020 yeah. or something. Yeah. And there's just so far off the mark yeah. that it's but, just a hard to watch. Yeah, exactly. But And then here's the other thing. It speaks to, like, that point like the point that you've made for other movies, something that generally bothers you is that like hacking in movies where somebody just sits at a computer and they're just like, and they're like, and then it just shows some like weird interface, you know, like for people that are even remotely interested in technology or even people that just like good movies, like there's, you know, you understand existing in the modern world, you know, I know that they don't exist in 20, they weren't making this movie now. Right. They were projecting, but like, when you consider even like a Terminator 2 or a movie that came before it, like they're just, it was just so, I think it was just too wacky, you know? Yeah. And there's, and it didn't, the concept is like pretty dark and messed up. Like a guy who has nothing, like has lost his family in like a horrible, like gruesome thing. He's like a fucked up person, in a cop in prison, basically, right. or like a soldier or whatever he was. Cop. And then there's this crazy like, 
killer on the loose. And there's like a lot of dark subject matter, but then there's like this blue co- nano cocoon and like they're just like all this weird stuff in it where you're just like, what is going on? Yeah. And and for all of the good performances, it was like weighed out by like hilarious. I don't know. It, I don't know. I just like I, I had I had a hard time. I had a hard time with it. And I also thought that it dragged on a bit too long, like reproducing that bomb scene. Right. Where after after everything, they were like, OK, let's go back to. Uh, let's go back to the, the base and the guy like hits him with the bat and then like you know there's like yeah. i was like okay come on let's uh let's wrap this up have you seen demolition man by the way i don't think i have oh shit we yeah. we gotta watch that one then okay because it, it has a lot of the same things that you you think you don't like about this movie but, <laughs> but i'd f- like them in that movie I, I feel like you might so maybe demolition man is the version of this movie that i want this movie to be maybe but like at one point um they're talking about the future and like Taco Bell is the only restaurant that survives the like cataclysm or whatever. So like every restaurant is a Taco Bell and Wesley Snipes is a wacky serial killer character. Anyway, we should, we should definitely, Just, we should definitely watch it. It's a classic. You don't know how to use the three seashells. This guy doesn't know how to use the three seashells. Or like, how about the, how about Rob Snyder's greatest, uh, how about greatest the, role? How about the part where, in this movie mm-hmm. where he goes back to the prison and they're like, Oh, welcome back cop. And he now goes from like the, he, they put him in gen pop, they put him in. Yeah. And yeah. And he just walks in and there's like this white power white guy power. <laughs> yeah. who comes in, like the guards just let him in ostensibly to kill for some reason. Like I, anyway, and then Denzel just fucks the guy up. And then he's just sitting there just being like, I'm right here. Come and get me. And he's yeah. just getting like beaten by that. And I'm like, what? King just... Kong and got shit on me. Anyway, um, anyway. The budget for this movie was $30 million, mm. Made $24 million. Mm. So, <laughs> Okay. A lot of people agreed with you. It was it was definitely a stinker. I'm there's, not... some, there's some cool supporting actors in it, though, that went on to be cooler supporting actors right w- william Forsythe is that his name the guy that was the banker in dark knight at yeah the beginning yeah yeah you and your friends have no idea who you're dealing with with the shotgun or whatever right. so i mean i defended this movie a lot just now but i don't recommend that anyone <laughs> actually <laughs> actually see it i just to me it just seems so off base that this would be in the top three most disliked films that we've watched that's like it's it's just bad man i just really didn't like it holiday special Mm -hmm. was like probably my number one Mm -hmm. probably the worst thing i've ever (laughs) (laughs) fucking seen in my entire life paul blart mall cop 2 was bad and what was the third one there was one other that like for some reason i can't think of it i probably like blocked it out of my mind six string samurai no No. buckaroo bonsai no i mean Apparently people An- fucking love that. Antichrist movie. was a you gotta love it. Yeah, but that's that. But that was a good it's movie. Still it's, like it's still it's, it's hard it's to argue redeemable. that. It, yeah, it's hard to argue. No, the movie it's amazing. It's just the yeah. subject matter. Uh. Anyway, oof. it was something something that we watched in the last seventy episodes. Yeah. What kind of recommendations you got for us this week? Uh, I I am starting to lose track of the music I recommended. Do we already recommend Joyce Manor? No. I'm going to recommend Joyce Manor. No, I think I did. I think I recommended Joyce Manor's new album, Cody, or their most recent album. The one with the dog and the, the one with the dog mannequin the, head? Yeah, like a couple. Ooh, did you? Gonna, yeah, I think so. Huh. Okay, well, if I didn't, check out Joyce Manor's Cody. It's a great, like, 30, 
three minute record just uh you know rock pop punk whatever you want to call it it's Mm -hmm. uh it's it's great um but what else fuck um do you have one lined up i do so have you checked out taboo i don't like the game no okay so the answer is probably no it is a TV series. Oh, with Tom Hardy? Yeah. No, I haven't seen it. I watched the first episode. And um, I will say that it's worth checking out for sure. Okay. Um, it, there's only one season. There's only a handful of episodes. It's uh, It aired on FX and BBC. So I'm sure there's a, some sort of joint British venture there. Um, in fact, it's a, it's a British TV show. I'm, I'm fairly certain, and there's FX bought the rights to it. Okay. Um, it's about this adventurer back in the day when adv- being an adventurer was a thing. Do you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Yeah. The uh, world wasn't completely discovered yet. Right, and like the British were still colonizing and stuff. Uh, who comes back from Africa, and um, because his father's died and they think that he uh, they thought that he was dead so he had gone to Africa as an adventurer they thought that he was dead his dad dies and he and he comes back because his dad is like a has this huge fortune or whatever and uh, you know as one does in these types of stories there's other people vying for the, the fortune sh- the fortune and the empire that the father has built because they assume kind of like um uh, Iron Fist or something, right? Mm-hmm. So, but but he, not shitty. He's not a superhero. <laughs> uh, but anyway, yeah, uh, check it out. I mean, Tom Hardy. That should be enough. Okay, I, I got one. I will check it out. It sounds great. Taboo. I'm so behind on TV shows, though. Fuck, so mm-hmm. behind. Uh, it's another music one. It's uh, was a pleasant surprise for me. A new Doom Tree project called Shredders. Uh, Doom Tree being the Minneapolis. Uh, St. Paul uh, hip-hop crew collective. Okay. Um, this is like half of Doomtree. It's POS, Sims, Laserbeak, and I think Paper Tiger as well. So like production, like two production guys, or maybe it's just one of the two guys, and then two of the rappers. Mm-hmm. And they just put out an EP. It's like a four or five song EP, but it's great. If you like Doomtree. If you're like a fan of like alternative rap, uh not necessarily like um, like rap rock or something like that, but just like kind of what Kanye tried to do on, uh, some would say successfully on Yeezus, where he incorporated a lot more heavy rock elements. Um, it's it's definitely worth checking out. It's just fucking, there's just, it's quick, quick hits, great yep. rhymes, great beats, uh, cool features, and... Uh, I've really, yeah, it's been on high rotation. I've been listening to it a lot. And the album art is sick, too. Sweet. So maybe we can uh, queue up some shredders. Yeah. And uh, that's, that's uh, all we got. Yeah, let me just. Game of Thrones time. Let me just think I, here. Uh, before we go, really quick, what uh, next week's. So next week, the movies will be. The Channing Tatum vehicle, Jupiter Ascending. 
and a I believe it's British sci-fi movie by the name Attack the Block, starring a then unknown John Boyega. Oh yeah, that's right. Launched him into stardom. He was he would later become Finn, and also the protagonist in the New Pacific Rim film. Good old Johnny boy. All right. Until next week, guys. Keep loving it. Gangster ass home rat killer. Torn because I identified cat pillar. Trap filler weighs mine. Chill really though. Spill a little wine. Blood of Jesus got him faded. Probably need a little body. Christ. So fresh. Mad gluten. No. Rip into a camelite. Spit along into a bit of night. Yeah. Faith is not a thing. I yeah. know space is kind of all I need. Yeah. Probably break a thing or not two. Not too good for the work. That's the tip of the bird. Then he bunny hop curb and he flipping the bird. Put the money where the word's from. Called in stoned. But he keeps getting checks like keys, wallet, phone. Fuck, fuck, forgot. I'm on more than ever, the kid a heavy shredder, like any measure, couldn't feel any better, get out smoke, and turn an ouch to an ouch joke, house to a houseboat. I'm sure it's fine, living whatever forever till I flatline. Yeah, catch a ton of breeze, catch a ton of hell, catch a ton of Z's, and it ain't hard either. It ain't. Nah, that's just something sweet, catch them, kill them, cook them, and it ain't hard either. Graveyard feeder, uh, since birth. Ain't the pace car a beater, a base lost leader by some way lost geezer, so we paved our kilometers. Bing. It's the ace card keeper, kid, eight bar eater, stick game like Jeter, bottle boom. Ain't gotta say a thing I mean the dude paid his dues But he never paid the vig Playing looking like the bigger pigs All I did was play the gig Did it big from A to Zig 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 a No big sing-along No uchi wali wali Just fugazi and some ollies And a jolly roger Ay, We live in concert But we no big sponsor uh, We gotta make it sh- Like an on a Pia, I'm on another Eon beyond a number You see I'm not the one But if I'm being honest I see the rock you wonder You should rock with us Do what you gotta gotta Hey, If it feels good to you